Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Live from Hollywood, California, this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Welcome to the 100th episode of So I Married a Movie Geek. Oh my god, you're here! We're here! You're listening to it! It's happening! I'm Chrissy McQueen, as always bringing some semblance of sanity to this podcast is Justin Winters. Justin! What up? Ah! Ow, my ears. A <laughs> hundred episodes! That's that's worth celebrating with an ah! I wish I had some noisemakers. I'm right next to you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Party noisemakers. I'm right next to you. Okay, do it again. Ah! All right, that made a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. Why? Because we watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> okay. And yeah. What, and what does that sound represent? The guys whose name I don't know, but I kept calling Death Eaters from Harry Potter. Uh, who, who rode the dragons, and, like, every time they showed up, it was like, ah, in the background. Got it. See? Method to my madness. That's fantastic. What, what are they really called? It's fantastic. <laughs> Not Death Eaters. What are they? We'll just call them Death Eaters. That's fine. Okay, cool, because I wrote Death Eaters say, ah. I took notes for this, you guys. I haven't taken notes in a really long time, and Justin astutely pointed out by the start of the second film, Chrissy, maybe you need to be taking notes. Okay, well, let's let me explain why I said that because, um, yeah. So Chrissy had never seen Lord of the Rings, guys. Any of them? Nope. Not one. Uh, not the first movie, the second, or the third. Nor have I read the books. <laughs> and we have been talking about watching them forever. And Chrissy has always been putting them off. And so we thought it'd be a good idea to, you know, force her to watch them for episode 100. Um, I didn't put them off because I thought I wouldn't like them per se. It was more because I knew how long they were going in and how involved. And I also know my intention span. So it was kind of like, a, oh my God, this is going to be the perfect storm sort of thing. But before we get into that, let me say that um, I went back and counted movies. Yes. And the total for um up to now was 184 movies. Holy crap. So if we count Lord of the Rings, the total is going to be 187 movies in 100 episodes. And our first episode was posted on September 9th, 2009. Oh, we were newlyweds. Relatively newlyweds, yeah. Yeah, no, we were newlyweds. First year, you're newlyweds. Got it. But yeah, that was a long time ago. We like, I think we watched like a dozen and then we took a break, a long break, and then we came back and... It's true. Started the We buckled down. Buckled down is right. How many hours is that of movies? 
Like that didn't count the hours. That would have taken gonna, forever. I'm gonna go ahead and, and guess an approximation and say <laughs> 380 hours of movies. Uh, nope. I, I'm pretty sure it's more than that, but it's okay. 400 hours of movies. <laughs> Four bajillion hours of movies. See, that is quite the number. Yes. When our daughter arrives in August, are you going to make her watch 184 movies with you too? You're going to fire me from this podcast and be like, Brooklyn, we're going to watch movies. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure our newborn will love that. She'll be like, ah! Are you, are you like the one of the Death Eater guys from Lord of the Rings? <laughs> that's that's what, how she's going to sound out. Pregnant. The, she, wait, what? Out, out of the womb. <laughs> she's, she's pregnant? No. Fetus and fetu. What? That's when a fetus is pregnant. What? Yeah. Like a Russian nesting doll or something? <laughs> it's kind of like that. It's like when you technically were going to have twins, but in the mitosis... One cell division gets eaten up by the other cell division, and the predominant one continues to develop normally, quote unquote. But then, like when the kid is born, they their twin is technically like inside of them. So like they have like a foot hanging out here, and like an arm, and sometimes like a head on the butt. You've never heard of this? It's called fetus and fetu. That's not. That doesn't mean that they're pregnant. Well, if the twin embedded itself in the female <laughs> twin's uterus, it could. 16 minutes and pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, y'all. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend this for anyone. I hate it. Justin, you took notes for this too? I didn't take notes during. I, uh, I jotted down some notes afterwards. Because you have a memory. So, anyway, the reason um, that we were supposed to post this, like, last week but didn't is because, um, like I probably thought it would go, it took forever to watch (laughs) these movies. Forever. Hey, we warned y'all. We said on the last I might as well have been watching them with Brooklyn, like... (laughs) Short attention span theater over here. We'd watch like an hour and then she'd be like, you know, like almost falling asleep. Hold on a second. What? I am pregnant. It makes sense. Oh, see, it doesn't matter because you were like that before you were pregnant. Maybe I've been pregnant a really long time. <laughs> but it, no, but it, it, honestly, it is worse because now my back hurts. So I want to sit in this like rocking glider we have, and I can see how that could put babies to sleep because I'm in that rocking glider trying to help my back out, and I'm like rocking and watching this movie, and then I'm starting. To it took off. ten days to watch uh, all three movies, <laughs> and halfway through, I thought about giving up because I was like, "This is just in. This is insane." <laughs> But we were already halfway through. Because not only that, um, Chrissy would just like just zone out for like long <laughs> periods of time, and she would go like on her cell phone and like be super annoying and just like be. I would I would watch her on her cell phone as she just like played on her cell phone during long stretches where there were exposition, you know, characters introductions, <laughs> and I would look at her and like Chrissy, you're not watching. Oh, I am. And I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll see how this goes. And throughout the movie, she would ask me questions where I was like, 
you really haven't been paying attention at all. Okay. <laughs> Two things. One is a slight rebuttal and one is an agreement. So it's going to cancel each other out. He Half- is correct. Halfway during the movie, you asked me, and halfway, um, halfway during the trilogy, which means what, like six hours in, you didn't even know some of the main characters' names. Okay. Let's be fair for a minute. Okay, wait, here's... Okay, listen, here's my defense. His name's Mary? First of all... Yeah, that's what they've been calling him for six hours. First of all, you were right in that I did often have my phone in my hand during the first half of this. Honestly, and I've said this before on this podcast, it's more of a distraction from falling asleep than anything else. I'm like, if if my hands are busy... It's also a distraction from watching the movie and paying attention. Right, but if the option is... Because you're not a very... (laughs) Watch it. <laughs> you're, you, you're not a very good listener when you're like paying attention to the TV, but when you're paying attention to your phone, you're not listening at all. <laughs> like you didn't know some of the main characters halfway. Like we talked like, about this halfway through the movie, you didn't even know the main bad guy. You're like, he's an eye in the. How does he become an eye? I'm like. Well, if you would have been paying attention during the first ten minutes of the movie. No, we're going to get into that because that is a whole nother can of worms. But with regards, this to this isn't the like an Adam names, Sandler movie. You have to like pay. You have to like watch it. You know, <laughs> with regards to the character names, obviously we know who Frodo is because they say his name every five seconds, and we know who Gollum is, and we know who, that he used to be Smeagol, and we know about. The Grey Wizard and all that. But, like, seriously, the friends, at least in the first movie and the first half of the second, are kind of just hanger-oners. No. They have long introductions. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. I'm sorry. I've watched these movies way more than you have. They do. That's sad. Okay. And and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to even trump that because... It wasn't like we were watching just the regular movies. And Chrissy didn't, didn't know this, but I thought I didn't know this. You were watching the extended fucking versions. Sorry. <laughs> it's my one swear word. So I the think. extended versions, the Fellowship of the Ring was 208 minutes long. I knew that too. The Two Towers was 223 minutes. And The Return of the King was 251 minutes, making a total of 682 minutes. That's 11 hours, 22 minutes. So, out of 11 hours, 22 minutes, I would guess to mate that Chrissy paid attention six hours of that, maybe? Which leave five hours where she was totally, like... Uh-uh. I paid attention to much more than that. Space case. I paid attention 100% to the last movie. I paid attention about 80% to the second movie. 50% to okay. the first movie. So, uh... <laughs> Let's let's just uh, start by saying or asking the question: Why have you not seen three of the m- most popular movies of the last twenty years? Definitely, but um, let's revisit those running times again. Uh, let's revisit what's your favorite movie of all time that you've seen. No, 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 no. no. We cannot bring Titanic into this. <laughs> yes, we can. I, although it wouldn't be the hundredth episode if we didn't. It's three plus hours. <laughs> Right, but it moves fast. This is like three hours the going sinking, on nine. No, it doesn't move fast. Titanic? No. Yes, no. it does. It moves doesn't. very quickly. Either way, why have you not seen three of the most popular movies 
um, in our generation. Okay, I have a few reasons. First of all, the runtimes genuinely always freak me out because I don't agree with you um, about the whole Titanic ran slow and these, you know, are the same kind of thing. I feel like Titanic ran fast and these do not run. Either way, you've seen that movie, you know, you saw it 20,000 times in the theater in one and then 40,000 more times since then. You would think you would have, you know, just say, hey, at least I can watch Lord of the Rings once through. Okay, that's the other thing. Lord of the Rings is, I wrote it down actually, it was like, Indiana Jones meets Pirates of the Caribbean meets Harry Potter 7 Part 2 meets... Okay, well, you've never seen an Indiana Jones till you met me. Yeah. You've never seen a Harry Potter since you met me. You've seen one Pirates of the Caribbean... I have a point of this. No, I've seen two. I, I have a point of this. And that is that this genre caters to a different audience than I am a part of. It's just not in my wheelhouse. I'm not impugning the work of Peter Jackson or J.R.R. Tolkien. It's just not in my wheelhouse. It, so if I'm going to choose to see something else, as we've established, there are 184 other movies that I had not seen this far, like thus far, clearly I'm gonna pick something else other than than this because it's just not, it's not on my high my priority list. Okay, that's why. Fascinating. Plus, when I was a kid, I had to hear constantly about how The Hobbit is a fascinating book, and my mom would talk about it, and she's like, "My precious in The Hobbit," and I'm like, "Uh huh, okay, cool." Your mom does strike me as being similar to Gollum in some way. <laughs> Oh my god, we talked about this. I didn't tell you, but she and I had a discussion after. I was like, I just saw the whole trilogy. And she's like, oh my god, that's a chunk of your life. What did you think? And I was like, it was pretty good. And then she goes, what about Gollum? And I was like, mom, I'm not going to lie. There were moments where Gollum kind of reminded me of you. And she goes, I identify with Gollum. And I went, you do? And I was like, did you murder your friend at one point in time? She goes, oh, I forgot he did that. But beyond that. And I forgot I did that as well. (laughs) She understood. All right. Well, let's let's test how much you were paying attention oh, during these movies. Crap. Um, since you say that you did, um, we'll start with the easiest one. Name the Fellowship of the Ring. Like who's in it? Yeah. <laughs> like you want to know the people who are in it? Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I or you were asking me to describe what the Fellowship of the Ring is. I don't understand the question. Uh, well, both. Oh, now it's a two-parter. Name the people or the members of the Fellowship of the Ring. Frodo. Good. Samwise. Friends number two and three. <laughs> Otherwise known as Pip and Mary. Ah! Um, the guy who, I don't know his name, but he's the, he's the brother of, he's the guy who wants to get the ring and then eventually he gets slain because he got too greedy. But I can't remember his name. Him. He's in it. So the three three people. Oh. No, there's more. Um, obviously. Boromir. That's Boromir, by the way. Thank you. I couldn't remember his name. Okay. Boromir. Okay. Um. So a few very important. No, no, no. I, I I can't remember their names. That's the problem. I can describe them. <laughs> Wait, you can't remember the main characters of this. <sighs> 11-hour, 22-minute suck. Hold on a minute. We stopped watching this, like, three days ago, too. So you're asking me to recall people from three days ago. Uh, Gandalf, clearly. Um, what 
is his name? The guy who never ages. He's like 85, but he looks like he's 30. You're terrible. I'm not. I'm getting everybody. You don't even know their names. So what? Okay. I know who they are and what they do and what they're about. Okay. Do you know the... The The elf, Orlando Bloom. (laughs) What's his name? Elvin Orlando Bloom. Okay. What's the other guy? The guy who isn't a midget. He's a dwarf with red hair. What's his name? Red-haired dwarf. <laughs> wow. You did you, you did well at paying attention to all these main characters. If I did, so what if I didn't get the names? I knew who was in it and I knew what was going on. That's more major than knowing ind- the individual names and plot like, of their history. Okay. Well, who was your favorite of those <laughs> characters? 85-year-old who looks like he's 30. <laughs> so wait a minute. Your favorite character, you don't even know his name? <laughs> I do when I hear it. If you tell me, I'll be like, that's who it was. Starts with an A. Oh, it's like... Ag... Agnon... Agna... Agna... Adger... Non. Yes, it's Adger Non. <laughs> Air... Aragon! No! There's an R in there. (laughs) Aragorn. Oh, I was so close! Come Uh, on! Okay, next question. I want you to rank the members of the Fellowship of the Ring who you'd have sex with. Oh. (laughs) Who you'd least have sex with. Who's the sexiest? I want a sexiest list. Bathed or unbathed? Because <laughs> that makes a difference. Sure, we'll go with bathed. I could, oh, thank God. I thought of this. At one point, I was watching the movie, so I was like, ooh, how did the population continue to multiply in ye olden times before people bathed and, oh, you and had dental care? you didn't think it. You had to voice it. And you probably missed some more plot points during there this was discussion. So, well, there was one scene where like all the soldiers were kind of getting ready, and I was like, oh my God, they're so ugly. They don't have showers everywhere. Right. So how are they doing it? <laughs> they bathe in the river. And the women were down with that? What do you mean the, the women were down with that? Yeah. You look great. <laughs> <laughs> and smell like trout. So do I. I Let's know. Get it on. I'm like, <laughs> what do you think the women were doing? <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying that they were anything to look at either. Except for Liv Tyler. Okay. Sexiest. Oh, Okay. Um, this is going to take forever. No, no, it's not. I mean, I guess Alger. <laughs> non. My favorite character, <laughs> Algernon. <laughs> Number two? Frodo. Whoa! What was Elijah Wood? You know, at the end of the day. You get it on with Frodo. Um, well, I guess. Can, given my options. I'm short. It's okay. Um, then Orlando Bloom. Okay. Then... Legolas. Thank you. That's right. Legolas. Um, what's going on? There's a spider behind you. Oh, thanks for telling me, by the way. <laughs> There's, he's, like, flicking the wall right behind my head. And I'm like, what is he doing? Glad to know that wasn't in my hair. Um, oh, okay, so I left off at Orlando Bloom. 
Then... This is going to take longer than it did to watch the movies. One of the two friends. Pick one. They're kind of the same to me. You wouldn't go piece and parcel and have a threesome? Oh, okay. That's fine. You can put them together. I mean, put them together, they equal one. That's kind of true. I'm down to that. Okay. Tandem. You're you're down with that. Got it. And then Gandalf. Gandalf. Okay. And now we're getting towards the bottom. The gray or the white. Um, Which, by the way, became a huge issue with Chrissy that we'll discuss later. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then um, whoever I'm missing, and then at the bottom is the red-headed dwarf. Boromir was next to last. It's oh, I forgot about him. Oh. I guess we could, he could go ahead of friend one, friend two. Or they were two and three. Okay. Oh, Sam Wise is in there, too. He's, he's towards the bottom. Gang bang of the ring. <laughs> I'm sure that exists somewhere. <laughs> like, let's look it up. <laughs> Next question. Um, We're doing really well on this quiz. <laughs> um, those are my two big quiz questions. Those were your two big questions? <laughs> no, quiz questions. Oh, okay. We'll get to some of my other things later. But uh, So, overall, what did you think? I mean... You knew we were going to be talking about this. No, I yes. I'm, I'm trying to concisely kind of say, I can appreciate it on an objective level and say that it's a good story. It's obviously very intricate. Mm-hmm. I think it helps if you have some sort of background, like you've read the books or maybe even studied it in school or know something going in. It's much harder when you're a complete novice because it is so layered in detail that if you don't pay 120% attention. I mean, clearly I'm at... Or or 40. Well, hold on. Clearly I'm at a huge loss, but I'm saying, like, even the normal person who has a functioning attention span would have a hard time, I think, catching every detail that matters as it continues to kind of develop and continue on into the second and third movies. We can watch it again. Oh, great! Yay! (laughs) Ah! So, on an objective level, I, co- I really do appreciate the story. I think that Peter Jackson is a great storyteller, and clearly it was shot beautifully. You know, all of the... I give it A-plus on all the technical merits. hmm On a subjective level, as I've mentioned previously, it's not my wheelhouse. So, it's not something I'm going to choose to watch over and over again. However, it did make me want to maybe read the books or the Cliff Notes. Okay. <laughs> but because I found the, the story to be interesting enough that I would want to know more, but not by watching it again and just trying to grab what I missed. Like, I would want to read. I'm a much better reader, believe it or not, than I am a purveyor of film, TV, things like that, because I do, it does lose my, t- my attention pretty quickly. But if you give me a book, I'll sit down for hours. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Is this news to you? <laughs> well, I'll get you the Lord of the Rings books and we'll see how long it takes you. Okay. My problem is, is that I get obsessed with books. I get in my head and I don't want to put them down. So I don't sleep for a few days. Because so you're going to read the Harry them. Potter books. How's that going? Well, I don't have any of them. If I had them, I would. Okay. Well, it's good that we watch this now because The Hobbit, uh, the first one's coming out um, in December. So. You mean, wait, like an extension of Lord of the Rings? Well, The Hobbit's kind of like the prequel for The Lord of the Rings. That's what I was going to say. I thought that So, uh, yeah, Peter Jackson and a lot of the same people, um, they filmed 
The Hobbit split into two parts, and the first part's coming out in December. All right. All right. I'm actually interested in seeing that. Yeah? If for no other reason, because my mom talked it up so much, and she shares a likeness to Gollum. She She's in this movie as well. She's in the new movie. Is she playing Gollum at some stage in his life? Yes. She's at the, <laughs> she's at the middle stage where he, like... Just started going crazy? No, he's been in the cave for a long time, and he's, like, in the middle of stages of, like, the hair still, like, stringing off. He's like, ah! What? Okay, you took it too far. <laughs> Just a little bit too far, Justin. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I love the Lord of the Rings movies. I, why? Why? Yeah. Because I love movies because. like I love movies like this that take me to a, a whole other place Fantasy. that I would just never really know about. It makes me want to visit New Zealand where they filmed them all. Ah, uh, you know, Heavenly Creatures made me want to visit New Zealand. Oh yeah, that was Peter Jackson's film with Kate Winslet and Melanie Linsky before he did this. That is true. That and is true. I was like Christchurch, where murders happen. I also like um, <laughs> I like battles a lot. There's a lot of battles in Lord of the Rings. And I'm going to take you to task on that because I think that was actually a downfall of these movies. It, it just got to a point where it was just too much and it all starts to run together. And even in trying to keep copious notes, it's like you can't even tell the battles apart after a while. It's like, oh, they're battling again. Oh, it's war. Well, they got to break up the walking somehow. <laughs> <laughs> but... The, but... <laughs> Oh, they're walking again. I forgot who I was talking to that I had mentioned that we had seen this. And they were like, yeah, after a while, it just evolves into all battle all the time. And it kind of loses you. And I was like, that's true. It does. kind of loses you. Well, when you... Yeah, because it becomes... I hate to say it, but, like, the bloodthirst becomes monotonous in a way. It's like, okay, that guy's dead. Oh, that guy got beheaded. Oh, they're going to sling something over the castle wall. Here it goes. See, I'm on the other end. I'm like, yes. More battles. Maybe that's the difference between men and women. Not all. No, you can't just generalize it that way. I know a lot of women that love Lord of the Rings. I'm not saying that it's not worth loving, but I'm, I am saying that after a while, the battle scenes become redundant. If the battle scenes would have been on, like, a ship going down, you'd been like, oh, this is my favorite movie ever, and there's no. Leonardo, and they're in love. <laughs> You would have been right if you said there's Leonardo and we're in love. Rose, in, she's in love with this orc and she doesn't know, she doesn't care who knows it. This orchid? No, this orc. Oh. Oh yeah, the race of people. But they're not really people. <laughs> she's also in love with orchids. <laughs> so it's like, orchid, that doesn't make any sense. Which one is your favorite movie? Probably the second one. Why? The, um, I found the first one. Because that's my favorite one too. Okay. In the canon of the three films, I feel like the first one is, I don't want to call it boring because it's not, but mm-hmm. it's its the most set up and exposition and not a ton happens. Yeah. The main one that you just totally spaced out on no, and I, well, missed everyone's name and but that, I think that's the, kind of, the prologue. But and, that's telling. Like, no, I watched the prologue, but that's kind of telling. Like, it kept losing me. Um, the second movie was what grabbed me and wanted me, and made me want to pay more attention and then, you know, really pay attention for the third. The reason that I would pick the second over the third is because the third, like I said, devolves into mostly battle after a while. Although, saved by the day by the captain of Titanic, Bernard Hale, what up, he's in this? <laughs> I was really excited when I figured that out. 
I know you know because I voiced it loudly, but they don't know. And I was so happy because I was like, I know him. I recognize his voice. He has look. Who is he? Who is he? And it took me like five minutes of staring at him. And then I was like, oh, I think he's the Captain Titanic. And I looked it up on my phone and it was. And it was so he happy. died in this. So he was resurrected to go and pilot a ship that went down. This is the second movie I've seen him in where he's like, women and children, go here. This time they went to caves. But either way, I was like, that's weird to hear the same actor say the same line similarly in two entirely different movies. Weird. Okay. Uh, But yeah, I found the second to be the most interesting. Um, It made you want to see the third one. Whereas when the first one ended, you're like, okay, second movie's coming soon. But, you know, you didn't feel like you wanted to keep going and see the second one right away. Okay. Um, I also enjoyed the, what's it called? Kind of like, I guess you, well, they are foils in a way, um, of um, Gandalf and the guy whose name I can't pronounce, Saruman. Saruman? Saruman. There you go. Yeah, I always screwed it up. And what's, who's the Lord of the Rings? Not him. <laughs> Sourpuss. 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 <laughs> the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Cuts to him, he's like... <laughs> the frowny face. Looks really upset. It's like the opposite of the funny face pancake at IHOP. <laughs> so, yeah, halfway during the movie... Um, I'm so confused. Chrissy, of course, didn't know who the Lord of the Rings was, but he, but she didn't even know who the ba- the main bad guy was. <laughs> No, okay, wait a minute. His name's Sauron. Well, here's the problem. They kept, like, they have, they have, uh, this was like. Who, who was established in the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie. I understood that, but here's the thing. Okay. This was like the trilogy of crazy accents. Some people sound, like, so heinously American. You that didn't you're even like, have an accent. No, no, it's not the point. What? And, and though you were like, really? Middle Earth? And you sound like you're from Texas? Other people were, like, British. Then there were half British people. Then there were a few people who sounded like maybe they were from Scotland. And it was just, like, such a mishmash of accents. And they would all say these character names differently. So, like, someone would be like... Sarapus. <laughs> yes. Saruman. <laughs> and then, like, in the next scene, the same guy would be like, Sauron, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait a minute. Is that just, like, your accent is different from the previous guy and you're talking about the same person? Because if you don't know what you're watching, like you, you, like I said, you have no background for this, Sauron and Saruman kind of sound similar. And when the guys all have different accents, you're like, maybe that's one person and they're all just saying the guy's name differently. So I didn't understand for a long time that they were two separate entities. I remember the prologue, but I didn't remember the guy's name, so I didn't know that that's who they were referring to. So explain, explain, you called him the eye guy. Yes. Explain the eye guy. Okay. When they kept saying that they had to take the, um, the ring to Mordor to, like, destroy it, I didn't understand what they meant by Mordor, in quotations. By the third movie, clearly I did. I saw that it was on a map, and I'm like, okay, it's like an actual area. It's like Sourpuss Mountain, Chris, come on. No, but I didn't understand. I was like, what entity is this? Is this land that they have to take it to? And you were like, it's like a volcano. And then I kept showing the red eye, which, by the way, childhood bad dreams about foreshadowing. And I was like, 
That's sour pussy. That must be Mordor because that's maybe they're gonna they're throw it at that. Like that's maybe what Justin meant by that's what I really thought. I love that she like throw it limply. You're like, <laughs> there you go, sour puss. There's your ring. <laughs> so it'd be destroyed by throwing it in his eye. Well, I didn't know it was an actual eye. And at one point I was looking at it. What did you think it, it was? Mordor, whatever the entity is, I don't know. That they kept saying they had to like they had to throw it into Mordor. I'm like, okay, so that thing that's red, that's fiery, that's Mordor. I put your eye out, sourpuss. <laughs> What's an eye? Although at one point in the second movie, I was like, it looks strangely like a cat eye. I wonder if they did that on purpose. <laughs> Meow. And then I said to you at one point, I was like, it looks like an eye, and you were like, that's because it is an eye. And then you found me out that I had no idea what I was talking about. That happened throughout the watching this, where you were like, sort of like the. Wait a minute, his name's Mary? <laughs> and he started laughing. <laughs> That's like at the end of Two Towers. <laughs> that, that did happen. And then uh, one of my favorites was, wait a minute, he was gray, now he's white? You're like, what? I, I'm still kind of fucked up about that. <laughs> but real quick. Well, he went to um, Laundry Heaven and he came back laundered. That's why he went from <laughs> laundry heaven. Gandalf the gray to Gandalf the the white. Okay. Um, I have to really quick explain the background on the dream. Which dream? The childhood dream about the eye. Was this sourpuss watching you? Exactly. Okay. When I was a kid, we had um, we had an alarm system in my house, and we had infrared. So sometimes if it was armed, basically it was like, you know, a little red eye in the corner of the room. And if it's dark and you walk by and it, quote, sees you, the alarm goes off. And it's like all hell breaks loose. You throw a ring at it. (laughs) Right? Here, Mordor. Take it. So (laughs) I was really little and I, it it scared the crap out of me. And so there was one of my parents' room and I whenever I had to walk down our hallway to go, go to the bathroom out of my room... I would walk so slow. It would take me 15 minutes to get out of my bedroom to the bathroom because I was so afraid that the red eye would see me and it freaked me out, made me want to pee my pants. And I used to have bad dreams. Like when I was three, my mom would come in and she'd be like, what's wrong? And I couldn't describe it. How is my precious? (laughs) Yeah. Precious. What's wrong? Precious. We wants to know. And I would be like, the red dot. And she'd go, what? And I couldn't describe it, so I was, like, trying to describe the color red to her. And I'm like, the red, you know, sauce. The red sauce. Yeah, that's how I described it. You have a pasta nightmare. <laughs> right? When I was older, I was able to articulate. I was trying to talk about the infrared, but I didn't know how to describe. I thought you were asking me, like, what the red dot was. And I was trying to describe red to you, so I said sauce. She was a big fan of Lord of the Rings. She's like, I, I put the eye of Sauron <laughs> right? on your wall. Yeah, yeah. She totally did. She screwed me up. Right? Wow. I know. She's like, I'm just glad somebody wasn't raping you. And I was like, what? And she goes, well, you were so upset. I was like, clearly this child is having a dream that somebody is raping her or killing her or something horrible. You were talking about somebody being on the sauce. (laughs) And then you were like, the red sauce. And I went, okay, good. We're all right. So when I saw this movie, I was like, oh, my childhood has come back to haunt me 20 years later. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I had a moment. 
what was the other thing that you asked me? Oh, you're like, you're like, who's the king? Return of who? You were very confused about that. Yeah. I kept wanting to like give you fake answers to these questions. I was going to be like, well, Elvis is coming back. <laughs> <laughs> kind of wish you would have. It would have been fun. Thank you very much, Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> he like jumps out of Mordor. He's like, ha! Can we can we talk for a second about the whole Gandalf not really dying, but death slash resurrection slash fighting Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty? Yeah. Okay. What's your question? That. I want to hear your impression of him. The one line that you knew of Gandalf going in. You shall not pass. <laughs> was it as good as you thought it was going to be? If by that, like, was it as good as... Jason Siegel and forgetting Sarah Marshall? No. Because that's wh- how I knew that line. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. It's a good scene. Yeah. yeah. It was. But why did the dragon look like Maleficent? Because he was a Balrog. And who was he fighting at that point? Gandalf? Yeah. The Grey? Yeah. Balrog. What is Balrog? He's like a super devilish thing. Too many people. Too many things. <laughs> Was he sent by Sauron or Sauron? Sourpuss. Yeah, sa- here to be known as Sourpuss. Like, I couldn't tell, like, who the minions were working for. Whenever there was a new battle, I'm like, I don't, where did they, who were they with? Oh, man. Well, when you're walking for, you know, ever. <laughs> yes. One of my friends, like, I'm sure as many people like to call this uh, trilogy Board of the Rings because it's <laughs> tons of walking. Yes. Um, and the first time, I didn't read the books, but the first time I watched the trilogy, I was at the end uh, when uh, Gandalf the White comes in on his big gigantic birds to rescue uh, Frodo mm-hmm. and Samwise. I'm like... Something we could have known about yesterday, Gandalf. <laughs> you could have just taken them from the Shire to the Mordor and, like, cut out... Five seconds. About ten hours of, uh... That's kind of a running theme with Gandalf. Have you noticed that, like, he tells you your mission, tells you how dire and important it is. He's there for a little bit, and then he just kind of inexplicably disappears for a significant period of time. And then comes and swoops in at the very last second to save you. Well, he is, I mean... People think of him as a wizard, but in he's kind of like a, an angel, like an archangel sort of. So, isn't it archangel? Huh? Isn't it archangel? Is it? I think so. Sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, he so he got killed by the devilish uh, whatever you called him thing. Death Eaters? No. <laughs> no Balrog. Balrog. Isn't that like a Street Fighter two person? <laughs> I feel like he's up there with, like, Blanca and Dalsum and then Balrog. Dude, what if it would have been a gigantic No, wait Blanca? a minute. I'm not kidding. I think there is. I think there's. he's a boxer. Who's the boxer? Is it Balrog? I think it's Balrog. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm really proud of myself right now again. It would have been cool if it would have been a giant, uh, like, Blanca or something. Giant blanket? Blanca. Oh, Blanca. He'd, he'd be like... <laughs> like electrify everyone. I would have been way more interested. Um, but then when he, I guess, yeah, when he came back, he was um, Gandalf the White. 
Strange transition. Because that's the other thing. I thought that he was gray and Sour Man was supposed to be, like, white. Yeah, but but when Sour Man, as she called him. <laughs> no, Sour Puss was the other one. No, she just called him Sour. So it's Sour Puss and Sour Man. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> but Sour Man went bad, so he lost his white status. So And that, I asked you how he went when, bad, and you were like, he's just always been bad. That's when, so when Gandalf was, uh. Uh, like reborn, or he leveled up. <laughs> Gandalf leveled up, and it became <laughs> Gandalf the White. You see, now I understand entirely. How did Sour Man go bad? How did he go bad? Yeah. Um. So I mean, everything in this book is about power, hungry for power, like all like um, the bad guys, the or the people that go bad. They're just hungry for power. How did he get so many minions? That's why everybody thinks this is like an allegory to World War Two. What I thought of that. Minions? Yeah. Actually, it's fine, because I thought of that. How did Hitler get so many minions? Well, some of it was threatening families that they had to follow in line, otherwise they were going to, you know, end up in a concentration camp. Like, Sour Man's guys, like, seemed really into it. They also didn't have teeth. <laughs> they didn't have a lot to do. <laughs> so, and that was another thing I didn't quite understand. I'm like... Is this a real race of people, or did he, like, create them out of wizardry? It's, it's a real race of people. Okay. Yeah. That helps. I was starting to think that he was, like, manufacturing them like a queen bee manufactures more bees. Wow. <laughs> queen bees. Yeah. Um, what do you have on your list of stuff? Let's get through this. <laughs> Well, mine went in order of the movie. So something, some reflections. Here, actually, it would be quicker if I just looked Some reflections this. changed as I went further on and saw, like, more of the films. Um, Lunestra dragons? <laughs> yes. Why are they Lunestra dragons? First of all. They make you fall asleep? Have, <laughs> have you never seen the Lunesta commercials? It's like. Are there the, dragons in it? Well, it's like these dragonfly or butterfly things that are green, and they fly around at night, and they they like glow in the dark, uh-huh. and then they like land on somebody, and they get sleepy, and it's like Lunesta. Blue eyes, blue. Hold on, wait. So the dragons like had that same exact glow in the dark glow as the Lunesta butterflies, and they would like fly around at night. And I'm like, ooh, they're gonna put people to sleep. Oh, the blue eyes was just a, a note because I was like, everybody in this in these movies has blue eyes. Is it a racist thing? Yes. And then I actually looked it up myself, and it was I guess because J.R.R. Tolkien wrote every almost everybody is having gray eyes. Hmm. So there you go. Hobbits equal pussies. Well, in the beginning, it was like. Oh no, bad things are happening to us. We're just going to sit here and protest about it. I agree. Uh, Frodo is kind of a, a big bitch throughout he this movie. He is. And, and like everybody else sticks up for him and he's like, oh, the weight of the ring is just so hard. <laughs> Frodo, you pussy. You don't understand. Okay, here, give it to me. I'll carry it. Stop. Don't take my ring. You just want it. You just want it for yourself. Right. And right away I was annoyed. Yeah, because you're being a pussy about it. I was annoyed with, um, I can't I remember if it was Mary or Pip. I think it was Pip. Who in the bar was like, that's my friend Frodo Baggins. We're on an adventure. We're going to destroy a ring. You know, he was giving the entire plot away. I'm like, what is he doing? They're supposed to be incognito. I hate these friends. 
Friend number one is a pain in the ass. Friend number three is an idiot. Yeah, the idiot was Pip. Um, friend number one was Sam. Friend number one is a pain in the ass? Yeah. Whatever. He was like... Best, well, he got better. He was like the BFF, best friend ever. Well, he got better. But in the beginning, especially like first in the first half of the second movie, he was just kind of a pain in the ass. And he was the gardener, man. Right. Like, he didn't have to come along. Yeah, he like, always called him Mr. Frodo. And Frodo never corrected him. Now you need to like, man, you can call me Frodo. It's cool. You don't have to like add Mr. It's like four years ago if we were like... We have to go save the world, Anita. And she's like, I will go with you. He's <laughs> working to our old housekeeper. You didn't have to go with him. It was a lot of walking. It was a lot of walking and a lot of, you eat my bread. It's okay. Yeah, he didn't. And he didn't, he didn't bitch that all, like that much at all. Well, I also was annoyed with him because in the beginning, I didn't know yet the full story of Gollum. And he was so mean to Gollum and that bothered me. Oh, yeah. That's what's next. Poor Gollum. And the, yeah, but then I added dot, dot, dot as I continued watching. So I was like, maybe not. Uh, Poor your mom. Yeah. After a Murderous, while. Murderous. Well, bipolar. Before I knew that he had been a murderer and had issues. I'd, all I knew was that this poor skinny creature never eats and people beat him up and like throw him against walls. And they're so mean to him. And I'm like, you know, he's got like a mental disorder. And. <laughs> Is that how you would treat a special needs person? Is it? You suck. See, you mad. would have kept him around and then he would have killed you. Well, in that sense, I guess I was a little more Frodo-like of like just wanting to believe that he had changed or was different or had my best interest. You don't understand. You don't understand how how heavy this, this ring is. But Smeagol, you said that I was the master and you would never hurt me. Smeagol lied. That was great, by the way. That was one of my favorite moments. Um, besides the Battle of Helm's Deep, which is my favorite. The Battle of what? Battle of Helm's Deep. It's the big battle in the Two Towers. Oh. Where they're up against the mountain. With Captain E.J. Smith. Captain Titanic, yes. yes. <laughs> That's my favorite of the whole trilogy. Um, other than that, uh, I just love all the scenes where um, Gollum is talking to Smeagol and it's like, he's like, hey? Oh, hey. and they're having like the dual He's like looking in the water? Huh? And the pupils dilate and go back and forth for when he's good versus bad. That's good shit. Yeah, yes. I agree. Um, Sour Man's Pit equals Buffy final episode. <laughs> the pit where, like, he would go and, like, look out on all his minions creating the stuff for war and they're all getting ready looked exactly like the last episode of Buffy when they they break through the seal at the school and then they go down and they, like, see all the, um, it, it, what, is, what are those people? I mean, it was hell, but what were they called? I don't know, Lost Souls. But, like, that, it looked just like that. And I went, oh, this is like Buffy. That's it. It was just an observation. <laughs> Nothing else. Sour man versus sour post, question mark? Yeah, that's because I. that was back when I didn't understand what was going on. I need, and I had I to, need to read more, you say? I, I, I did. After a while, it got too complicated, and I realized I need to read more. Daddy burns you because he loves you? <laughs> okay, wait a minute. You talking about the guy from Fringe being the douche daddy and yes, and trying he, to trying to burn his his, his, his son. son that he knew was alive still. Is it Faramir? Faramir. What was his problem? Faramir. Can we discuss that for a minute? Why did the guy from Fringe want to kill his son? Because he was a douche daddy. Well, that I get, but like, really enough that you want to kill your only surviving son? Well, he didn't even like his only surviving son. He liked Boromir. I understand that. That, that was the son he liked. 
I'm he not, was like, I wish you were dead. I'm not excusing playing favorites. I think that's horrible. But, like, you still, you want to kill the less favorite? I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, if he would have had a, a station wagon, he would have run into a lake with his uh, his son in the back. I don't know. I think it's a little too soon to be making Susan Smith jokes, Justin. <laughs> Elephant pincushions? I was really sad watching the elephants get hit with the bows and arrows. They're just, you know, doing what they have to do. They're slaves they're, in this. and they're, they, they were fake. They were I don't com- care. computer generated. I don't like it. It bothered me. They look like pincushions. <laughs> Gondor, Rohan, Mordor. I had to, like, write down the names of where the places were so I remembered. Um, so, besides the fact that... Uh, it's slow in parts. Um, yes. The the third movie has like five epilogues. Oh yeah! Uh, did I not make a note about that? Because I meant to make a note about epilogue. I think or like epilogue. Yay! You said yay epilogue. Yes. Uh, you be- like the epilogues? I have. I take issue to any movie or book that just stops. Mm-hmm. Where you've invested. Either, you know, if it's a book, 400 pages, or if it's a movie, three hours of your life or 11 mm-hmm. on something, and then it just stops. Not it Sometimes it stops abruptly. And then other times, it's like, okay, this could be the end, and we're just leaving it somewhat open. And why don't you love Lord of the Rings? Because it goes on forever. No, I, I wrote, yay. I love that they have, they, they tied up the loose ends. And I know that some people say that that's like plebeian logic that you need to have have the ends tied up for you that you can't just like do a well mate like at the end of um, Marcy May Marlene. Yes. That pissed me off. Yes. And I know it's like open to interpretation, and you know you decide what happened, and there is no definite answer. That pisses me off. I don't care if it makes me less intelligent to say that, but I. If I've invested all this time in your plot and your story, I want an ending. Okay. So I appreciated the ending, that there was a finite ending. Even though you had questions about why Frodo would leave the Shire? Yeah. I mean, because, but it was still a choice. It wasn't like, you know, I don't understand what's happening. It was, I understand what's happening, but why is he making the choice? Yeah. Do you not like epilogues? Do you prefer it more open-ended? Um, I, I like an epilogue. Um, when it's like four or five epilogues, I'm just like, <laughs> I get it. Wow. Yeah, they didn't go on a little bit. Yeah, the, I think I wrote that before, like, again, the, the third the epilogue. the third movie was 251 minutes long. But again, you also were watching the extended version, so perhaps in the real version there wasn't quite so many epilogues. <laughs> um... No, I think it was the same amount of... Maybe what they weren't as long, but... Wow, you're falling asleep just even thinking about the epilogues. No, I'm not. You're yawning. What does Brooklyn think about Lord of the Rings? Brooklyn has been trying to break her way out of my belly button. And I keep trying to tell her that that's not an exit. Yeah? So, during this podcast, she's been like, Hiya! Hiya! Kick! And I'm trying to kind of like lay down to keep her from coming out. Gosh, it's too early. You know, stay inside. Stay inside. Otherwise, Justin will make you watch Lord of the Rings. 
It's better inside. What if instead of Lord of the Rings, it was like a southern fried version of it called like Lord, Lord of the, the Ra- Rings? Lord of the Rings. What? Lord of the Onion Rings? Not Lord of the Onion Rings. <laughs> I was thinking more Lord of the Rings. I was reading about a really gross thing that happens in labor called the Ring of Fire. And it made me think of this movie. I don't even want to know what that is. What is it? I'll give you an analogy. Ring of Fire? Does it involve... Open your mouth really wide. Does it involve vagina? Open your mouth really wide. Go like this. Ah. Ah. Now take your fingers and go like this. I don't want to do that. Okay. Okay. Well, then I can't explain it to you. The Ring of Fire. Yes, you can. You can do. You can do it yourself. I don't have to open my mouth. No, it'll like take that. two seconds. Go ah ah. Yeah, go like this. Ah. Do it till it hurts. What? What is this? Saw? Stop <laughs> torturing me. Yes. I'm not falling for that. <laughs> Sourpuss. <laughs> I'll throw my ring in your eye. Anyway, the analogy is that 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 feeling of burning when you go like this and it's like burning around like this. That's because you're stretched so much in your mouth. Uh huh. That that is tantamount to what could happen way down there in labor. It's called the ring of fire. Yeah, I assume it hurts. Especially when you have a kid with a big head. You hear that, Brooklyn? It's not an exit. Like you, Brooklyn. (laughs) The ring of fire. Yes. What notes did you have other than the... Which which hobbit would you like to have sex with? (laughs) I think we went through all of it. Oh, that's right. You only had two. Oh, I also thought if, if we could think up of ways we could have gotten the ring there faster. Oh. How could we have gotten the ring there faster? Could Did they have messengers back then? FedEx. So I was like, wait a second. UPS. Why didn't they all ride horses? Oh, yeah. They should have ridden horses. Um, teleportation. Um, again, why didn't they all get on the gigantic birds? <laughs> uh, Weren't they equals? Huh? Weren't they eagles? Isn't an eagle a bird? Yes, but, I mean, like, that's what they were. They weren't, you know, fantasy creatures. They were eagles. I didn't say, are birds fantasy creatures? (laughs) 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 Yes. Next time we're at IOP and a pigeon walks by, I'm going to be like, (gasps) fantasy bird. (laughs) Um, I mean, they could have just stolen the, ah, those dragons. (laughs) Lunesta dragons? Lunesta dragons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and it, if you jump on the Lunesta dragons and fall asleep, <laughs> you don't even... like you, You're well rested. You arrive at your destination well rested. Mm-hmm. You, it doesn't take too long. Why didn't the ring disintegrate right away when they put it in the volcano? Like, it kind of sat there for a little bit on a piece of ash. Because it was, like, on, like, the burnt part, the top... There's a, like a burnt portion of the lava, so right. had to break through the burnt part. And I know they found like a rock to camp out on while they waited for Gandalf to come on an eagle to save them. Uh-huh. But wouldn't it be too hot anywhere? I mean, like even if they're not touching it, like it would just raise the ambient temperature so much that they would cook. They might have been cooking. That's probably how he he found them because they were cooking and smelling. Our child is trying to come out. Holy crap! I'm not kidding. That's her skull. You think it is? Yeah. She wants to comment on this. I was going to say, this 100th podcast is guest starring Brooklyn. Sorry we keep bringing her up, but she's like literally trying to break free. So she's like, we can't, ah! 
we kind of can't help but notice her. Guys, while we're saying that, I have been reading books on books on stacks of books. <laughs> about on, sleeping. On, on how to train your, your baby to sleep. I thought you were going to say how to train your dragon. <laughs> how to train your dragon. Your Lanester dragon. <laughs> and to sleep. It works really well. If they're, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I pretty much uh, de- devised that there's two ways to train your baby to sleep. Number one. Make them watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> make them watch the extended uh, trilogy of Lord of the Rings. Done. Two, uh, make them ride on a Lanester dragon to Mount Mordor where Sourpuss and <laughs> Sour Man live. Or three, you um, you just let them cry it out, you know, cry it out and hope, hope they fall asleep. Wait a minute. I thought that you said that you weren't supposed to let them cry it out. No, that's it. We have I have two books right here and one of them says... Hey, you know what? You should just let them cry, cry it out because if you go to them instantly, they're like, "Oh, this is cool. I'll just do this every time," and they'll just cry all the time. It's when called ferberizing. Ferberizing. Yes. Okay. The ferberization of of your of your your child, and then the other book is like the total opposite. It's like, you know what? Anytime they cry, you should be right there, like, like quick. Because that's based in not like Lord of the Rings where it takes forever. Like you need to <laughs> ride a giant eagle bird to to their crib and pick them up. Attachment parenting. Yes. Yeah, it's two different philosophies. Or you just let your baby sleep on your breast in your bed next to you. So mm. they're just constantly attached mm. to your boob. Attachment, attachment parenting. And you wake up one morning and they're like, um, stay puff marshmallow, man. Like I'm 16. Oh my God. They, the bed. they breastfed all night. Gross. <laughs> like, Here's my feeling. Like I a think- Thanksgiving Macy's Day float. <laughs> I think there's a gray area here. I mean, you don't have to... I don't believe you have to let them cry it out. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they'll never learn. I, I don't know. I've... Uh, I guess it's just like, it depends on, on your baby, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think... Pretty much people says, you, you know, you'll just have to see. Right. I mean, this baby, I have a feeling, will not be a good sleeper because... I, I use myself Shh, as, example, as an example. Shut your face. Don't say stuff like that. Well, I say it... She's because, listening. Oh, yeah. She can... Yeah. I can say that. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. She's your daughter. Exactly. She's not listening. Exactly. At all. Right. And I wasn't she's a on, good sleeper. She's on her little, you know... Baby self, iPad. Baby in iPad <laughs> in utero. Yeah. Oh, is this something important I should this to? You know, I didn't sleep, and I had horrible colic for six months. And they do say that colic tends to be hereditary. So, good luck with that. Well, too bad we don't have a washing machine, because (laughs) that was my not only my best friend, but apparently my favorite thing to do. We could just sit her on top of the washing machine. Yeah, it's when you ask Justin's mom about his childhood, it's like, you really like the washing machine. And... And, oh, when I was pregnant and I would go and I'd use the Xerox machine, I'd press that button and you would jump. <laughs> and that's it. That's all we know. Dude, I could have I come from Middle Earth for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been um, made in Mordor like the ring. Oh, yeah. You know who we never discussed? Liv Tyler or any of that. The elf thing. What did you think about that? She, I, I like her as an actress, and I, you know, her character Arwen was okay. But you didn't like the love story with the your favorite character who you can't even don't even know his. Wait, what's his name now? 
Argron. <laughs> Argron. <laughs> Thank you, Argron, <laughs> for saving me from Sour Man and Sour Puss. <laughs> it's not that far off. Anyway. I mean, she was okay, but, like, then he got close with the blonde chick who couldn't make soup. <laughs> he was a ladies' man. You notice yeah. that no one else but him got any, like, lady love? Like, everybody else is just, like, pretty much asexual. Right. It's true. Except for Samwise and, and Frodo. They I was had, like, say they had... They had, like, a bromance going on. They had... Going. What the hell was that? <laughs> is it, like, a... An African bromance? <laughs> I was going to give you, like, a face, but then I realized that the podcast people can't see my face. So I had to do something that, like, audibly explained their relationship. Like. <laughs> <laughs> they go together. Your master photo. <laughs> I will give you a hand job. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. <laughs> I don't need you anymore. Oh, you put the wait. ring. Put the ring. <laughs> Is that what the ring was? Oh my god, that's totally what the ring was. Now it all makes sense. No. One ring to rule them all. No photo. No master photo. Don't put the ring on your penis. You Gross. will disappear. Gross. What? That. What oh. you just said. I'm sorry. I'm freaked out. So wait, you never told me what was your favorite scene in the in the six what? hours that you remembered of the movie. Well, I told you I do, I enjoyed. Z. Oh my god, this baby! I enjoyed the whole um, thing with Gandalf and fighting the Maleficent like dragon who apparently was in Street Fighter Two because his name is Balrog, mm-hmm. and uh, the You Shall Not Pass. Uh, I also mentioned what was it that I said? The, uh, there was another memorable thing in the third movie. Oh, jeez. I, I said it like... Can we rewind this and listen? Like, ten minutes ago. Um, oh, I can't even remember now. But there was like a, an, an exchange. I have to think about it. Talk amongst yourselves, and I will think about it. All right. Lord of the Ranks. <laughs> Gandalf! <laughs> Can't we just ride horses? Can't we just get some NASCARs down here and race on down to Mordor, Sour Man, Sour Puss, whatever his face is? I, <laughs> I got this ring. <laughs> I like this version so much more. <laughs> okay. It's heavy. <laughs> but you can't handle it. <laughs> Don't look at my ring. <laughs> I'm putting my finger. You can't see me. <laughs> you can't see me, Death Eaters. <laughs> All right, Sour Man. Look at those trees. They're walking around. Stupid trees. <laughs> they were stupid. The trees were annoying. I got to a point where I was like, oh my God, if that tree doesn't speed up his cadence, I'm going to like fall asleep. I mean, damn, have we been walking for like seven years or is it me? <laughs> and I haven't lost any weight. It's like, I walked for seven years, then there's a battle. I mean, damn, I'm a midget. <laughs> they didn't even have shoes, the hobbits. That's why I thought I'm like, they're walking barefoot. I know. 
Such sadness. Whatever, Gandalf. This is bullshit. <laughs> Where's your wand? You're just going to pick and choose when you arrive. Exactly. <laughs> I just decided to show up. What? Ian McKellen is a brilliant actor, though. He is. He really is. He played a Nazi once. Did you see that movie? After People? Yeah. Yes. He also was an X-Men. Yes, he was. You're right. Let's talk about the performances. We haven't really done that. Um, Elijah Wood. Mm-hmm. Eh. I think he was hobbled by the fact that he was a gigantic bitch throughout the whole thing. Yeah, that's true. That has something to do with it. This is, this is so heavy, man. <laughs> Why? I know we got here to Mordor or whatever it's called, but I'm just going to pass out right at the edge. I'm just going to throw it in this eye. <laughs> it's okay, Mass Frodo. I'll carry you. <laughs> Why couldn't this have been played by Matthew McConaughey? I mean, seriously. It would have been so much better. Who, Frodo? Yes. <laughs> I got this ring. All right, all right, all right. You and me, Samwise. Mordor, three weeks. <laughs> Gandalf's going to be there. He'll probably show up right when we need him. <laughs> oh, please, can we redo this with Matthew, Matthew McConaughey? Have you ever listened to this? Oh, God. <laughs> please join us for, like, a YouTube remake of Lord of the Rings where you, wherein you will play Frodo. Got this ring. <laughs> I wear it around my neck. Halloween. Put my- on put on my finger. Can't see me. <laughs> I'm invisible. <laughs> and all the ladies love me when I'm invisible. They say it's volcano. It's like twenty jillion miles away. <laughs> they say it's hot, but it really ain't no hotter than the California sunshine. <laughs> we gotta walk a lot. Where's my shoes? <laughs> This sucks. Oh, man. Okay. So, wait. We've touched on the trees and how boring they were. We've touched on Liv Tyler existing. Love those elves, man. (laughs) I get older. They stay the same age. (laughs) Really old. Hobbit six. What? No, no, it was one step too far. You were good. And then it was like, and... <laughs> Whatever. Wow. <laughs> oh, Justin. Whatever, man. Who do you think had the best character development? The best character development? Hmm... I don't know. I'm going to go with Samwise. Yeah? Yeah. He went from gardener to like pretty much saving the day. And kind of bumbling too in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Frodo. Oh, this and that. Oh, I I have the food. Like that. He was like the food. He was like the water boy, but food boy. He just kind of like brought up the... He was the fat... The fat hobbit, according to Gollum. The fat one's always looking... I'm like, yeah, Gollum, the fat one is always looking. He, uh, Sean Astin was on, on my show on another team's episode. Mm-hmm. And I totally wanted to go, like, geek out to him. But I was like, man, no. <laughs> I just can't do it. I can't do it, man. I don't want to 
we it's funny every time I saw Liv Tyler I, I thought we had Steven Tyler on my show recently and I was like hard to believe they're related I know I wonder if she lives on the edge as well she could living on the edge I always think of her in his music video though, where she was like hanging out with Elisa so oh my gosh those videos are so hot they're great I agree I think those are her best roles <laughs> Liv Tyler, if you ever listen to this podcast. Whatever. None of these people are going to ever listen to this podcast. How do you know? Why? What if they're Googling themselves? This will be the first thing that comes up. We are the first result. They make it all the way through all this crap. (laughs) (laughs) To hear us denigrate their character. I must at some point because clearly it was the first result on Google. I mean, should this be our last episode? No. We made it to 100. Were you seriously thinking of quitting and you were going to spring it on me on the podcast? (laughs) Thanks for that, partner. I I just can't wait to see how this goes um, when we have our um, visitor in a couple months. Visitor? I think she's staying. Visitors can stay forever. But then they're not visitors anymore. Then they're residents. Fine. Eagle... Bird, visitor, <laughs> resident, whatever. Lunesta dragon. <laughs> We're going to need Lunesta dragons, man. All right, all right, all right. You and me, Brooklyn, two months. We totally woke her up. Aerosmith. She was starting to settle down, and now she's back to being like, what? Can I get out through this little opening? Well, it's your belly button. <laughs> thank God that we made through these three movies, man, because I was, um... You were sweating it. She- <laughs> Like, you were totally sweating it. Let's watch these 12 hours of movies one hour at a time. <laughs> we didn't know. The last one, we finally buckled down like on we Saturday. Watch, we can watch all the Harry Potters in one day, but we have to spread this shit out over 10 days. Well, Harry Potter was infinitely better. Disagree? I don't know, I like them both. I'm not saying that you have to dislike one. You can like them both, but like one way more. Not so much. We'll wait for Brooklyn to choose. She will side with me on this. <laughs> I can tell you right now. I don't know. I don't know. I do. I think she'll like Sour Man. I think she's going to be freaked out by Sour Man. <laughs> We're going to put Sour Puss on our wall. Watch her. Where did the spider go? <gasps> He's in your hair. I kept looking around like to make sure that he was still on the wall, and this is the first time I looked and he wasn't there, so I'm kind of like, where did he go? He's going to be like the spider in Return of the King. He's going to... I'm not scared of spiders, but I will say that being pregnant, I kind of would hope that one wouldn't bite me right now. Well, that's, it's not like it's a black widow spider or something. It was like a mini spider. Well, no, it was a mini. It was, it, was, it was a relatively large one, but it was brown. So, do you have anything to say about episode 100 as we wrap it up? I'm torn. On one level, I can't believe we made it this far. On the other hand, I feel like we've been doing this so long where it's like, well, yeah, of course we reached 100. Please. We'll reach 200. Mm -hmm. So I sincerely hope you're not going to punk out on me the way you implied. Why would I punk out? I don't know. So I used to be married to a movie geek. <laughs> now I watch things on my own. <laughs> so I divorced a movie geek. Oh, womp womp. Uh, 
No, I'm, um, most people don't know this because they don't know the behind the scenes of the podcast, but sometimes it's hard to get Christy to watch some of these movies. I think they've gathered that. She's, um, she likes to drag her feet a lot, so. But that's, we balance each other out. (laughs) I'm like a silly putty ball that you can bounce in a padded room and it goes ping, 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 ping off of all the walls. And then you come in and you're like, okay. And you like bring it down. But that makes it a frustrating experience sometimes. For you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yay. I don't think it's it's frustrating for me or the listeners. <sighs> Justin, what do I need to promise you? Huh? What do I need to promise you to make you feel Don't better? make it so hard. Um, sorry, my brain just <laughs> went somewhere else with that. <laughs> Stop it. Where's the ring? <laughs> I can't see you anymore. <laughs> ah! That's how you find where you went. Okay. <laughs> no, seriously, though. Is it just that I need to be more eager to watch 11 hours worth of movies in a weekend? No, it should just be an equal, like, if you're a co-host of the show... You should be, like, on it. Like, scheduling things. Are you implying I'm not on it? Making sure we watch the movies. Not stretching things out an hour at a time over ten days. I'm a co-host. You're the producer. Hey, I have a full-time producing job. Yeah. hmm And? <laughs> okay. Oh, leave the work to me. Okay. And on that note. No. This is our final episode, guys. No, it's not. Don't listen to him. Sorry to say. Um, thank you for listening all this time. What? Why are you doing that? <laughs> Stop being stupid. Okay. People are going to take you seriously. All five people listening. Yeah. We don't want, I'm not going to disappoint those five people. Sorry, five people. We love you. Yeah. Wait, no. There's six now. Six. Hey, we got we got hoes in different area codes. We got a person listening in Australia. We got one in China. Justin pays close attention to the statistics of where people download this podcast. I think it's interesting. No? I do, too. No, I do, too. We got some people listening in Middle Earth. We have people in Africa. Africa. woo Just saying. Nah, man. I mean, it's cool. Like, like I said, we um, we didn't start this podcast thinking, man. We hope a bunch of people listening. We're like, okay. we're gonna be famous. No, we're, we're gonna like, okay, we're just gonna just think that f- hopefully five people are listening, and then we'll just talk to those five people, right? But mainly talk to ourselves. <laughs> and I think Justin really wanted me to watch 187 movies with him. Well, like I said, the the intent of the podcast was, you like talking, I like movies, there were a lot of movies I want you to watch, but I knew that if we didn't do some something that would make us watch it, like do a podcast about it, that we wouldn't watch them. That's true. So, the intent has been fulfilled, we've watched 100 and, what is it now? Where's the... 187 movies. That's what I just said, like five seconds ago. Oh, you did? Yeah. 
Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. We'll see how that continues to grow. <laughs> I can tell you that next week we're going to see Prometheus. I can't wait, man. Have you decided on what the accompanying film will be? I have not. I mean, uh, you've seen the first two aliens, but the other ones suck. I've seen the original War of the Worlds. No. No? No, we'll figure out something. Okay. But we're definitely watching Prometheus this weekend. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. I haven't seen Independence Day. We should watch that. That's, that's not true. Did you hear? But um, <laughs> I don't think you just left it that. That's not true. Next uh, next summer, guess what's coming out? What? In three D. What? Independence Day. Oh, they're re-releasing it. Yep. That's awesome. Maybe, I'm excited. Maybe we can take Brooklyn. I like that all my favorite movies are getting re-released in three D. Now they need to do Anastasia in three D. Okay. Why not? They did Lion King in 3D. I'm waiting for Little Mermaid in 3D. Of course you are. Yes. It's going to be awesome. Yes. You can take Brooklyn. Wind. Words. Yes. Alright, man. I'm, um... I'm getting sleepy. Me too. This was, um... Real. It's been fun. Real fun. Don't stop doing that noise. I was no, I was the Lunesta dragon flying over to you and sitting on your shoulder because you got tired. That's gonna make me more tired. <laughs> well, it's been fun, folks. We appreciate you listening. Now you can listen to what I listen to every single night. What? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I don't listen to that every single night, but hey, you can introduce it. <laughs> you and me, Samwise, Mordor, three weeks. Oh my god. Right on. <laughs> <laughs>